Hey everybody, it's Tracy and Jay here tonight for the inaugural episode of the Everybody Counts podcast. Um, Now we want to let you know why we chose that name. If you're already familiar with Bosch on Amazon Prime or the wonderful uh, exciting novels by Michael Conley with the Harry yes. Bosch series, then you are probably familiar with um, the quote, the popular quote um, and and very important quote from Harry Bosch where he says, everybody counts or nobody counts. So right. since we want to talk about each other's opinions, get you all's opinions, um, definitely on the podcast, everybody counts here as well. So we thought that would be um, a nice nod to Harry Bosch and to the universe that Michael Conley and Henrik Bestine on the show have built. So, um, yeah, we're excited well to said. get started. Yeah. So, Jay, do you want to? Um, why don't you go first and and tell the listeners a little bit about how you got into watching Bosch? How did that well, you happen? Know, it, it's funny because I've read the books forever. I yeah. think I might have even read all of the books. Wow! I'm a huge book reader. I can go through books in no time, and always liked them. Um, and it's funny because, I don't know, a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, you, you even asked me, hey, have you watched Bosch yet? Yeah. And I'm like, like, no, I'm not going to watch it. I'm <laughs> not going to ruin this book. I love the guy. I love the books. I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. And I refused for a really, really long time. And I'm not I'm not even certain why I changed my mind. I don't know, yeah. something new to watch or whatever. Or maybe I kept reading your, your reviews or checking them out. I'm like, okay, let's go <laughs> watch it. And, and really, I was very... There was this air of trepidation around me as yeah. I'm hitting hitting play, like, please don't ruin it. Please don't ruin it. Please don't <laughs> and uh and, and it's and it was just perfect. I mean, yeah. really, I watched it all in uh, two, three days. I mean, just back to back to back to back to yeah. back to back to back. Um and I'm glad that I did because obviously great book. Um, really, I feel holds true to the to the story in the show, uh-huh. um, and so just me and getting over my own reluctance or worry, I started watching it, and well, here I am to talk about. There it. There you go. Now you're podcasting about it. So, <laughs> so it's all good. Trepidation yeah. aside, so right. yeah, I um well, I, I was very anxious uh, for the series to um to come out i remember watching the pilot on amazon prime as an amazon prime customer you we got mm-hmm. the chance to watch some of the pilots early and kind of vote or give you know our opinion and i thought it was absolutely fabulous and was very exciting because i get really hyped about seeing characters um come to life yeah. you know from the pages yeah. of a book so that's really exciting for me um just to see them, you know, how I visualize them in the books. And then, then now when I listen, I usually listen to them um, on Audible, um, gotcha. the books. I don't find a lot of time to read, unfortunately, but <laughs> I've listened to almost all of them. And now I sort of envision the characters like they are on TV. As they are. You know, Titus yeah. Welliver is, is Harry Bosch now um, in my mind when I'm listening. So, but um, like you, it, I, don't, I don't think it spoils anything. If anything, it's like some cool shout outs, you yeah. know, or you'll, or you'll see a character or you'll mm-hmm. hear a phrase um, and it'll be like, oh, that's going to happen, but then it won't. You know, it, it, there's right. there are twists and turns um, that are different from the books. And have you? I'm sure you've noticed how they combine 
different books yes. into one series. Yeah. 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 And they're sort of interwoven um, very intricately, but different from the books. So I, I think it's safe to say if, if you guys are not watching yet and you had any of the, the fear that Jay did about watching, it will not be spoiled for you because no, it's, it's no. just, it's, it's enough different that, uh, um, yeah. yeah, it's like for the watching for the first time. So yeah, no, it's, it's very good. It's definitely well worth it. And, and, you know, it's funny because I didn't I didn't see Bosch as Bosch in the TV show originally, but it is who I see like they are one in the same now for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. But for real, you you cast a guy with a cool name like <laughs> Titus Welliver. Like yeah, I mean, what not, could go wrong? Is that not the coolest name? Seriously, seriously, that it's, is the coolest name. It it has to be a character like Bosch. So. Hey, good job, casting department. Good job, good job. And then we've got uh, Jamie Hector playing Edgar. Jay Edgar. Uh, Jay Edgar. Um, and Lance Reddick playing Irving, um, Deputy Chief Irving. Um, and um, Eleanor Wish is being played by Sarah Clark. Mm -hmm. uh, Maddie, their daughter, is being played by Madison Lentz. Um, another character who came into the story even more than ever um rondell pierce who's who was a like a, a new detective um in season three played by dewan johnson um he was actually we saw him very early on in season one um as a fairly new cop and now he's um up to detective so it's been fun watching mm -hmm. his uh his sort of journey to where he is now but uh, you know i think too you know, talking about our favorite things about the show is that it, I think it's very smart. It's, you know, you have to think. It, it doesn't spoon feed you. It doesn't give you any everything at once. Uh, you have to wait. You might get lost down one right. train of thought or one avenue for a while before it turns back. And it, it very much, I mean, what do I know about what it actually feels like to solve <laughs> a crime? Right. Um, but it, it very much feels like you're in it. You know, how yes. real that really is, I don't know, but it makes me feel like I'm in it. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. And I like, I like how there's multiple storylines to keep you enthralled throughout yeah. too. you know it's not just here's the story and this is how we're going to go there's you know these little ins and outs that that uh, are just played so well that you can't help but be emotionally involved with a number of the characters not just right. your title character so it's uh no i'm uh i'm definitely impressed with the series as a whole all right, let's talk a little bit, um, sort of a bit of a recap of season one, since we're um, starting out with the podcast, and then we'll hit on season two and three um, in some other episodes, um, and then we can get on to maybe talking about our absolute favorite things about Harry Bosch himself. I mean, <laughs> that might take a while, but, um, but as far as the storyline for season one, you were just talking about how things were kind of interwoven. and. Correct. They did that really well in season mm -hmm. one because it, there's more than one story. There's more than one um, murder or, you know, or crime. There's big but, stories. Yeah, very big stories. But it's not like you just go to this story and then you spend some time on this right. story. They are, they are very much interwoven, especially in season one, um, in a very creative way. So, um, well, first of all, 
in season one, Harry's coming off of a um, investigation, um, yes. and he's passed the the investigation from within, I guess, internal affairs with the mm-hmm. police department. But now it's a civil suit. He's on trial against him. He's on trial. So we we get a big flashback at the beginning where there was a questionable shooting. He's by himself. He shoots a suspect who you know presumably drew on him. Um, the the LAPD. S- confirmed it as a good shooting but um but now he's in a civil suit two years later and uh, so he's being grilled about that and you you know even if you aren't a book reader i think you kind of get the impression right away that bosch is a little bit of a troublemaker you know (laughs) i mean he's we love him and he's great but it's he kind of has that reputation you can tell from the beginning so he's he's in that trial and he can't really work on cases but Harry Bosch is going to work on cases anyway. Well, he's so, going to do what he's going to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, he um, takes a weekend shift to give Crate and Barrel, who you'll just love if you haven't watched. There, there are a lot of good comic relief. Um, he gives them Lakers tickets so that he can get their shift because he just needs to stay busy and keep his mind busy. He can't just sit around with this trial. And so um, he picks up a case where um, – a dog finds a bone. Now, what struck you, Jay, with the doctor that who owned the dog? Do you remember who played him? I, I don't remember who played him, but I, I do remember it. Um, and just very, um, I don't know if off is the most appropriate or accurate word, but you could tell there was more than meets the eye. Maybe that's what I'm going for. Okay. There's, there's something, you know, nothing is easy in the world as it is. And of course, in a story like that, nothing is ever easy, simple and makes sense. But you could tell that we have a doctor here and we found a bone and I was even kind of off put by it, but then not off put by it. So you kind of wonder where his motivation, what, Mm-hmm. What, all what drives mean? him almost um, a yeah. little bit too. So even right off the bat, I was very, I don't know, suspicious, but like, hmm, I'm well, you're keep not my sure. eye on this guy. Right. You're not sure that you can take everything at face value. So right. and you don't want right. to be, you know, uh, right. a victim of that. So, well, the first thing I noticed was it's Scott Wilson who played Herschel on The Walking Dead. That oh, was the doctor, yes. Dr. Dio. And um, so, yeah, that was uh, that was pretty cool because he had not been off of The Walking Dead very long. And so it was just super exciting seeing him on the screen. But he did a great job of obviously differentiating those characters and i then saw him as the doctor but um so yeah there's a bone found we learn there's a body buried up there we mm-hmm. learn that it's um a young boy at mm-hmm. first they thought um he was younger than he really was because his um growth was stunted by some physical abuse very tragic um right. so as we're learning and meeting with the doctor about this bone we also see the beginning of a uh, flirtation between Bosch and a rookie cop who is yeah. not who is not a new to the job world by any means she it turns yeah. out she's uh, been an attorney and um, this is more of a, a second career a, a dream of hers so there's an obvious flirtation from the beginning and um, their romance gets interwoven among the stories as well um, so we can hit on that later but they definitely you know strike up a romance um, early on. 
Not good. So, <laughs> gotta be careful. Bosh so, knows better. Okay, so he's going along with this case. He's kind of getting in trouble that he's working on the case because um, Lieutenant Billets is like, you're not even supposed to be working. Right. You know, so th there again, troublemaker Harry kind of putting the other people around him in maybe uncomfortable situations because he's going to do it the Harry Bosch way. But as the viewers, we like it. <laughs> right, we like it. And yeah. we know he gets results. Okay. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're like, results, just just let him do it. Know? Just let him do it. Um, so he carries on with this story. Um, they investigate um, his sister. They investigate his mother who has been, um, who left the family early on because of physical abuse from the father. She's remarried, very wealthy, just totally removed from the family. Um, the sister, we're not sure about. She just seems sad about her brother, but doesn't give up a lot of information. The father is just sort of washed up, a washed up actor, now an alcoholic. So they're all kind of on the table for a while, and they're digging deeper. But we also um, have another um, murder that happens early on that begins to intersect with this story. Did you want to talk about that part at all with Raynard Waits? Oh man, that was so complicated. And I have to be <laughs> honest here because I remember, I remember Raynard and all the craziness and chaos that he ensued, but I was hoping you wouldn't make me focus well, on it because it's been a while. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll pipe in okay, when I have pipe, a, a you thing. Pipe you, in. You there you go. Roll with it. That's how, that's how we roll. Okay. So, um, Speaking of Rondell Pierce, played by Dewan Johnson, he is partnered up with Deputy Chief Irving's son, George Jr. And um, George is kind of a, um, what's the word? Cowboy, I guess. You know, he's going to, uh, yeah. he he's, kinda, he's, he's talking about. He's got an end game in sight, but he's not quite planning to get there just the right way he he wants to catch somebody he's talking about street yeah. wisdom and so as it, it turns out we later find out that he um plugs a um enters a license plate incorrectly just on so he purpose. can get this yep on purpose to um be able to stop this van he just and he maybe he does have sort of a sixth sense because it turns out to be a bad situation and oh. it's um they pull this guy over saying that it's a stolen vehicle he's like no 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 this is this is my vehicle um he he's a window washer and he says he's handing out flyers in the different communities well that's not all he was doing because there was a body in the back um it, and extremely disturbing um and so he gets called in and the detectives crate and barrel that we mentioned earlier get put on this case so you can tell right away this guy is a psychopath um oh, it's just 100%. very upsetting um but you know with with bosch in the vicinity it's gonna get you know he's going to get his due, so you right. have you have some hope there. But where the stories begin to intersect, um, Raynard decide gets wind of this other um, body that's been found, the bones, and yep. makes Moses a, hat right in the wind. Yeah, right in the ring. He, yep. he makes a play that he did that, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. he knows where other bodies are found, that he can take them out, as in get out of prison and get out, you know, in the free world and show them. Um, evidence and then so these stories are intersecting he says I, um, I I'm part of this so if you you know 
give me a better deal, I will give you information. And Bosch doesn't buy it from the beginning. But all of a sudden, his these cases are beginning to intersect. And then you get, uh, we learn a lot about the political um, games and motives that can play into the police department um, yeah. and the investigations. It becomes to get even more complicated because we have um, a district attorney running Who's for mayor. Jerk. <laughs> yeah, that's the nice way of putting it. We're not. Yeah, that's the nice way. We're not a big fan. He doesn't seem admirable. He does not seem noble. And as the story unfolds, mm-hmm. you you that is uh, verified and confirmed. So he wants to get this guy out there because he he just wants to believe him and get Raynard out to show him this other evidence so that they can you know put some other um, solve some other murders and that will look good for his election. Right. Good publicity. Yeah, good publicity. Bad and, uh, idea. Yeah, good publicity, bad idea, exactly, mm. Jay. Mm. So Bosch is forced to go along with it and he gets out there, he fakes like falling down, breaks his nose, trying to show that he can't he can't walk the terrain because he's shackled this way and then they're gonna have to go downstairs and he says, I'll fall on my face and and they're like loosen the shackles and Bosch is like, no, 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 no. But his hand is forced. The district mm. attorney insists that they take the shackles off. And what do you think happens, Jay? I mean do you see it coming? You just knew it was coming. You the, knew o- it. the only saving grace in the show and in my own mind is they're recording it. That was yes. my only saving grace yes. because, I mean, you just knew this guy was messed up in the head anyway, yeah. and you add that into the equation of a guy who is all about himself and the publicity to get him to where he wants. I mean, you just know it's going to turn bad. Even it's, even maybe if he was legit from the get-go and really right. did know something, you just knew this was bad news. Bosch knew this was bad news, and perhaps because he is a troublemaker <laughs> that gives them an excuse maybe not to listen to his advice. But come, this dude was found with a body in his car, man. You don't, was, you don't unshackle that guy no, for anything. For a second, no. Especially if he's saying, hey, I know all about these other potential murders too. Really? You're going to? Uh, yeah. No. no. You this, don't, is, this is not a safe person to be around. So yeah, the combination <sighs> the combination of this self-serving district attorney and the psychopath, bad, bad combination to begin with. Um, the only sane person there seems is the person recording everything and Bosch and they just they don't they don't listen to him. So of course he gets away. Bosch makes a valiant effort to chase him down, but he kills a guy, steals a car. Yep. Um he gets away and is in hiding. He ends up back at his, um, I guess it's his apartment, but his mother lives there. She's kind of sickly. Yeah. Um, and she speaks French a lot, a lot <laughs> of French. Yeah. And we learn that he knows a lot of French. And the name Raynard Waits, we, you know, we come to realize that it's a French name. Maybe some of the smartest uh, viewers knew that already or the book readers. But um, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> confessions <laughs> so we learn that there's this french element so you know, it's like what's going on here why does this guy you know speak french um so another element of the story we talked about madison lentz playing his daughter maddie and sarah clark playing his ex-wife maddie's mom eleanor wish we get to meet them in the first season and um and see that eleanor is now a professional poker player but she used to be a profiler yeah. So who better to pick their brain than, you know, than Eleanor? Right. 
Right. So she gets involved in the story and she gives um she reads over the murder book and gives some excellent information of course because she's super smart and cool um gives information to boss that helps him go down that french sort of path and there there's Mm -hmm. this um old story and i'm not going to be able to talk about it intelligently but there's a a story about a fox i guess renard is French for Fox. Am I right there? Something like um, that, yeah. So Raynard waits, waiting for his victim. Um, so they, they put all this um, profiling information together, um, and it's starting to make more sense to Bosch. So he's dealing with this guy who's escaped, and he's still trying to solve the murder of, of the young boy. Um, so they're very much intersected. You've got the political... Um, aspirations affecting the case you've got family members now involved Um, we we have even reporters reporters getting involved messing up investigations there's there's one guy that they were investigating um, I guess that was flagged as a, a sex offender that had you know I guess uh, rehabilitated and was living a decent life, but because a reporter was there poking around, publishing information, um, the wrong story got out about him being um, the uh, the killer, and he took his life. You know, very sad. Um, so it's just how do you control? That's one thing, Jay. How 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 can you possibly control yeah. these investigations when there's so many? elements and variables involved you know it can get out of control so fast and they're all big they're all there's not like it's not a tiny little variable it's not a small little thing right and they're all really happening happening simultaneously for the most part it's better bosh than me that's all i can say yeah me too i'm on that train as well And, and the funny thing is you're doing this amazing recap and we're really like maybe halfway through the season. I mean, it's just halfway, you you know? And so just, just re listening to it. I'm like, man, that really (laughs) was a lot that happened. We're not even, we're not even at the answers yet. Exactly. This, this is a very, what we've been talking about so far is, is very high level, um, commentary about the story it's so much richer and so much more complicated and you do have to be smart and you do have to pay attention and you do have to wait and and watch it evolve and come together but um to kind of fast forward um in the end the information that eleanor gives bosch does help him catch him we learn that yes of course he was lying he had another nothing to do with this young boy's murder we find out a horrible tragic story uh, with the boy he had been abused we think maybe it was the father Bosch finds some pictorial evidence of his sister being abused um, sexually by the father and it turns out she was hurting her brother um, taking her pain out on him I guess and I think in some respect maybe she was she was putting that burden on was she not putting that burden on herself Jay to protect him yeah, but then she yeah. took it out on him as well. I mean, it's such a—it's very complicated, horrific. Yeah, it's terrible. Just, I mean, yeah, it's, it's got just, tragedy written all over yes. it. Um, so that's why he his growth was stunted. That's why he had all those injuries. But his dad, his mom, his sister had nothing to do with his murder. It turns out to be this slacker um, kid who was in his skateboarding group that was um, jealous of him. I think of his his skateboard and. Uh, 
took it out on him and whacked him over the head and carried him up that hill um, where the dog ended up finding the bone. So um, it, it was very interwoven uh, much of the season, but it did end up being two separate crimes, two separate killers. Um, and the twist at the end, do you remember the, the guy who actually did kill the young boy, whose name was Arthur, by the way, he didn't make it. He didn't get taken into jail. Someone took him out. Do you remember who that was, Jay? Oh man, you just got me. I got you. you. Got yeah, I got you. Got you. Okay, you I think we I think we've got some Bosch trivia coming because if I can get you already, <laughs> um, the um, his father, his father felt so bad about what he had done to That's the right. sister and everything. When he got wind of, right. of who it really was, he took out the. Um, Stokes was his last name was the, was the one who had killed Arthur. So, um, yeah, it's the, and so now let's kind of shift back to, um, kind of, again, what we like so much about the show, but what we like so much about Harry, um, we've talked about him being a troublemaker, um, a little bit different in some ways. He's very much old school, yeah. but, um, in other ways he's, more innovative than other people he's definitely sort of technically challenged that that <laughs> that follows the books and the show and so it's really fun yeah. seeing yeah. some of some of those um moments in the tv series as well but i, I guess what my point was going to be is despite all these horrific things that happen all these horrible uh, murders that he investigates he, i still find him inspiring do you find harry inspiring oh 100 percent. yeah i mean he's been through the worst of it, still has more of the worst of it to come, and no matter what is thrown at him, I mean, you just even take, like, the civil case, where it's a good yeah. shooting, he's got to go through all this nonsense, and of course mm -hmm. he doesn't want to, and that's weighing on him on top of the fact that he's working X crime, Y crime, Z crime at the same time, and he, the thing I think most inspiring for me is, mm -hmm. even if he is a little bit of a troublemaker, he wants the right outcome for whatever is happening. Yes. Like he wants the right thing to happen. And he will, I think, pretty much do whatever it takes to make sure that the right thing is done. You know, I mean, that goes back to his motto, obviously. But mm -hmm. um, you can't you can't bring him down because in the end he's going to keep fighting to make sure yes. that the proper whatever happens. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, he's not he's not one to let it go. He's he's not one to give up right. for sure. He's very he perseveres. Um and you see him pained. You know, you, you see yes. mentally and emotionally, you feel for him. He's not this superhero. You know, you right. see him as this normal guy who gets hurt, who, you know, has a failed relationship, you know, misses his daughter, um, you know, criminals get away. And, right. you know, th there's you'll you'll find going forward, there's an ongoing thread for a while about his mother's murder. His mother you know, was a prostitute. And uh, that's another reason he insists everybody counts or nobody counts um, because a she lot was eternal. Yeah. So he's I mean, he's dealing with a lot. So you see him as very human but still very capable. So I think that combination yes. is inspirational because you can kind of be like, well, I can try to be like that too. Um, <laughs> right, right. But I do have to say, despite the fact that he's, is, you know, does seem very human, he's super cool. I mean, wouldn't you use that he, word? He really is. He really, I mean, he really is. 
and even in the stories in the books, you can you know you get a picture in your head of how he carries himself, and and in, on the TV show, the way he carries himself, the way Titus Welliver plays him, and the way he walks, the the you know, he's just cool. Well, it's funny because again, I've read the books way. 400 of them now long before I watched <laughs> the show and I, I can remember reading certain sections in the book me like man he's he's kind of a jerk uh -huh. but then 40 pages later are like oh it makes total sense why he did that or why he was acting like that and yeah. now he's solved something he's helped someone he's done something for somebody that maybe didn't even deserve it, and you're like, oh, okay. I mean, maybe his method isn't quite uh, the, the best, but <laughs> his intentions, I'd say 99 times out of 100 are in the right place, and it's kind of cool to, to be like, dude, why are you doing that? To be like, all right, I probably should have thought of that myself. Okay, here's a question. It's a little philosophical for you, Jay. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Do you think, would you say that Bosch in some ways, sometimes ends up facing moral dilemmas, or are they more dilemmas uh, related to the morality of how he um, resolves something? Does Ooh. that make sense? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not so certain that he worries about the morality of how he solves it. I think his his goal is to solve it, and so... I think, uh, if anything, it's maybe some of those internal demons that might fight some of his own, mm -hmm. his own morals or even ethics in some instances, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, Would you say he has sort of his own code? Or I, I think so. I'm, I mean, I think he's. I mean, he's got that general you know, good guy, do the right thing kind of code. But I, yeah. especially with, with the background, like with his mother, I mean, yeah. he's a very, that motivates him in yeah. a way to, you know, make sure he's doing something. Um, um, but then at the same time, you, you have like the ex-wife, the relationship's real weird. The relationship with his daughter isn't very good. Um, and so he has to juggle at times. all these things. At yeah, times. no, yeah, at times. But you could tell, especially initially, that it wasn't. It was. Awkward. It wasn't good. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. awkward. Mm -hmm. And so he's got to juggle what he believes is the right thing to do in situation A, but he also has the right thing to do in situation B. And then he's got to weigh them. And I mm -hmm. think maybe you get into some of that ethics or moral atmosphere of what really. What should I do first? What should I do second? How does it really impact the other? Um, and, yeah. and, you know, as we talked about with the show and so many things happening at once, I mean, the poor guy, you know, you see him when he's smoking a cigarette, even when he knows he's not supposed to be smoking right. a cigarette anymore. Yeah. It's like, I need this because I need just 10 seconds to think about what I have to do next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely has this sort of... Uh inner turmoil always going we see him happy we see him you know celebrate uh you know sometimes but it's, he still just seems like he has this you know this fire burning in him all the time and you you feel for him you want to give him a hug i mean i do but <laughs> <laughs> yeah get a pat I'd, on the I'd back give a, no, I'd, yeah. I'd give him a hug too sure man. i mean you know he's and you know but credit to uh, Titus for the job in which he does because uh -huh. I really feel you know some shows 
you know the character is conflicted or you know the character is supposed to be angry or but maybe you don't quite see it as well i mean you he does so you see it in his eyes mm-hmm. you can see mm-hmm. that pain sometimes when he's making a decision or you know that that switch from we're in the murder book looking at this but let me go now look at my mom's murder book and you just see yeah. that that switch Without him having to say a word. Or go take my daughter for ice cream. The way he can sort of turn things on and off uh, is is pretty impressive. But you you still know he's feeling it all along. But he he can shift those gears. Um, I definitely enjoy the interaction uh, between the different officers and detectives too. It's it's very there's a lot of humor, um, yes. and they rib each other, and uh, but they also are completely loyal and have each other's backs. Yes. Um, so and occasionally I'm just not a spoiler alert, but you know occasionally <laughs> down the road, not all the cops are are definitely as loyal as you would like them to be. But for That's the most part, right. I mean, there's a bad apple in every bunch, right? That's right. At least one. So, but but in general, the camaraderie um, among the officers and even throughout the ranks, you know, Lieutenant Billets with um, with Bosch um, is a is a fun relationship as well, and a very um, they have each other's backs. You could yes, tell. Hundred percent. Yeah, and and Edgar and and Jerry they they approach things differently sometimes, but they do make a really good partnership. Aren't um, they a funny partnership, though? They are. Yeah, I mean, they're really yeah. just—they <laughs> should not be together, and they yeah. probably should not work well together. I know you, um, but they make it work. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. It's yeah, but they butt heads a lot in, you know, as far as when they're going to do things and how they're going to do things. So it definitely keeps it lively. But um, you know, it's—I mean, may or may not be for them, Jay, smooth sailing all the time either. I don't want to say. But you know, you never know. Just enjoy it while it while it lasts. That's right. So we can just hope for the best. Um, let's talk briefly about Bosch's house. I mean, yes. super awesome. <laughs> Even if you don't like the house, how about the view? Oh uh, yeah, house? no doubt, right? no doubt. Uh huh. Holy moly! I mean, when I grow up one day. That's that's going to be the house I retire in, I think. I'm not sure how I'm going to make that money. Well, you're going to get there, but you're going to get there. Right. Yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, just seeing him out on the deck, you know, just looking over out on that view, listening to his jazz music, it just you just want to be there. And mm-hmm. you want to I want a space like that where I can think and clear my head. Shouldn't we all have that? Right. You're not kidding. I mean, really. Hey, he could invite me over to dinner if he wanted to. I'd yeah. just hang out for a night. Right sure. There. Yeah. He I didn't mean, even I, need to I talk would, to me. I'll just I, sit on his deck. I could sleep on the patio. Give me a blanket. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I don't even need, you know, a spare bedroom or anything. Right. I'll take right. it. So, yeah, that those views. And that, that brings me to another point that I really like about the show um, are the use of locations, actual locations in Los Angeles. You know, everybody tends to think of LA as, you know, making movies and stuff, but this shows you the gritty, you know, all aspects, the the high profile fancy places, the the right. dark places, the crime ridden places, you know, it just right between. And uh but a lot of popular restaurants. I know I've tweeted a little bit um with Titus before I'll ask him, was that a real restaurant? You know, is that a real restaurant? And like um and it usually is. I know um there was one particular restaurant in season three 
um, that was a beautiful rooftop restaurant. And that actually was not a real restaurant because they, I guess they couldn't get that particular restaurant. So they kind of, I think, made it look similar to another one. But for the most part, when they name these places, these, you know, hamburger joints and Mexican food restaurants, they really are actual locations um, in L.A. So that's kind of cool. You get to know L.A. as well. I like so, it. Yeah, it's fun. It's definitely fun. So we're going to do this again, you think, for uh, season two? Kind of hit I'll some of those stories? i consider it. <laughs> I guess so. Now we yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you, you threw this out there, I don't know, a couple months ago. Hey, what do you think about doing this? And I was like, yeah, man, I really love this show. And then you brought it up again. I'm like, we got to do it. I mean, yeah. if if for no other reason... Even if you've never read the books, even if mm -hmm. you've never heard of Michael Connolly, if you've never heard of Harry Bosch, um, it is a show that is worth checking out. Um, it will keep you on your toes. It will keep you excited. There's, um, I think, throughout, really, all three seasons, even though we're not talking about them all in this, I don't, I don't think there's a, a boring or a down episode. No, no. I, you Definitely know, because, I mean, every show has them, mm -hmm. um, but I I don't think there was one. I mean, it's just and a they show. Call them, you know, they call them chapters, and that really is what it is. Mm -hmm. An episode is a chapter, and it, it that just definitely speaks well for how, how you view it. Um, you're just going on to the next chapter. Um, so, and it, it's, I will say, it's not for the kiddies, you know. I think everyone's <laughs> yeah. probably clear yeah. on that by the subject matter. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty intense. So... And some things are harder to watch than others. Um, you know, watching Bosch on his patio, that's that's easy. That's the easy part. <laughs> right. But right. it's um it's some really tough stuff. But um yeah, I'm I'm really excited about season four. We don't have a date yet. What's gonna come out. I need it. But we're watching carefully and um I do I call them investigations rather than recaps or reviews. I do an investigation of each episode of Bosch for FanFest News. I started doing that in season three. And it is easy to watch them all at once, but when I do that I make myself investigate after each episode. <laughs> right. And it kind of it makes it last longer. So that's cool. You know, it makes the season last longer for me. And uh kind of makes me maybe even pay attention a little bit more. So as as fun as it is to zip right through, I would also yeah. encourage people to go back and take another view. Well that was, that was that was my issue because mm -hmm. for real I went one through three. Whew, done. Yeah. Yeah. And of course I was excited to be done because I'm like that was freaking awesome. But I'm like, <laughs> it's not fair. I'm done. I'm over. Right. I need more. Um because it, it really is easy to just yeah. go one, two, three, one, five, seven. It's just so easy. Um that actually when I, I when watching it, I even thought, God, if this was on network TV, yeah. you know, there are some shows that are really good that it, it sucks having to wait just seven days to see Ooh. the next one. Yeah. Um this one's got so much going on that I'm kind of glad that it's an Amazon show and I was yeah. able to just there is definitely a lot to absorb each episode. So if you go through it fast, I would recommend you go through it again because you might have missed something. Yeah. Um, and then you can enjoy it on uh, tube on Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. It's a uh, it's a keeper. Yep. For sure. So we're yeah, I owe you one because if you hadn't kept bugging me about I it, know. I, I might still have been like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna watch it yet. I'm not gonna watch it yet. There you go. So Just, I owe you one. I owe yep. you one. Listen to Jay. He's 
he speaks the truth. So <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely about Bosch. But um, okay. Well, anything else you want to throw out there before we move on out for tonight? Nope. Just if you haven't watched it, listen to some of the craziness we talked about here. Give it mm -hmm. a shot. It's worth it. And uh, come back and listen to us chat about season yeah. two. And we did throw a lot of information out there, even though it was kind of high level. But don't be intimidated either if you haven't watched it. Right. Because you don't have to binge watch. You don't have to go super fast. Nope. It, it may sound complicated, but they... It all makes it, sense. It all makes sense. Yeah, it's just a lot to cover. It's just a lot to take in. So great acting, great storytelling. Um, yeah, it's a win-win. So uh, let us know if you enjoyed the podcast, if you'd like to hear more from us about Bosch and what kinds of things you might like us to discuss. Yeah. Um, this will be posted up on so many shows on iTunes. Um and you can also find it at so many shows.com. So we, we call ourselves the, you know, everybody counts podcast, but we are part of the so many shows.com group. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, all the good places, right, Jay? That's right. Yeah. There. And so you'll find lots of other um, shows covered. What are some of the other shows that you cover on so many shows, Jay? Wow. There's like 4 million of them because it's so many shows. But, you know, recently we got The Brave going on, and uh, we just started uh, reviewing The Alienist, a new show uh -huh. on TNT. Uh, we got The Crossing coming up not too far away. Um, Colony, as yep. people have listened to us before know, we do Colony stuff. Yeah. Um, you podcast good doctor. about The Blacklist. You podcast blacklist. about that. I mean, there's, there's so many. Because, so. darn it, there's too much good TV. So you'll, when you go to so many shows on iTunes, you'll see lots of different shows covered there. So if you want to listen for the Bosch stuff, look look for that. Um, but you'll find a lot of other um, series that are covered as well. There's a lot to choose from. Thus the name, so many shows. That's right. So, all right. Well, we're going to sign off for now, and we'll be back. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>